0: On this episode of the Girl Talk Podcast. We've Mm. all got an aspect of God in us. Mm. And this book suggested that when you're struggling to interact with someone, think about what aspect of God is in them. Mm. What is that part of God in Mm. them? Hello there.
1: You are listening to the Girl Talk Podcast. My name is Carol. I'm Kelly. Hey, I'm Tricia. And today we're talking about those sandpaper people. You know the ones the ones you know you should love, but somehow they're just so difficult. And they seem to enjoy being difficult. How in the world do you love people who sometimes rub you the wrong way? My probably biggest
2: concern or circumstance is that people sometimes put people in my god puts people in my life uh-huh. who drive me nuts <laughs> but that I'm doesn't sorry. mean <laughs> that's that, called sanctification <laughs> kelly <laughs> uh, that doesn't mean that i don't uh get that i get the opportunity to not love them right i can choose i past, may not like them right. because i because we're like oil and and water right. or we are like you know we are not peanut butter and jelly. Right. We do not go together well. Um, yes. So there's those. I have a few of those people. There's lots of people, a couple of people that came to mind that right. um, I just, I don't like because we're so entirely different in our personalities. Okay. But that doesn't give me a pass to not love them.
0: Right. I heard something about that. Like there are people that God puts in our path that are like sandpaper. Mm-hmm. You kind of mm-hmm. rub up against mm-hmm. each other, but it's the refining process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. The more you work through it, the smoother it's going to be. And God yep. is working on us with the sandpaper of some so of our that, relationships. And I yep. think that you're getting to the heart of the matter. So my small group has
1: been doing a Bible study by Lisa Turkhurst called Good Boundaries and Goodbyes. And I was telling Kelly this the other day. Um we, when we get into issues in relationships, she says that the reason that we have those problems is the level of access that you've given someone does not match their level of responsibility. Mm-hmm. And, I, and mm-hmm. I was telling Kelly, I was like, that was a light bulb for yeah, me. It is. Because... A lot of times in relationships, we give people total access and they can only handle like a three responsibility. Mm. And so we have to get those closer together. And and I, and I it's just got me to thinking a whole lot because um, in this Bible study, she talks a lot about getting to know yourself and getting to know what it is about you that bothers you about mm-hmm. that relationship. Mm-hmm. And then like really thinking about that. And I had never really given it that much thought because like you, I was like, oh, they're just their personality different than mine and. You know, but when you actually think about it, a lot of times it is in uncovering something in us that either needs to change or that we want to avoid mm-hmm. or it points out kind of it pulls the, the blinders off of something mm-hmm. in our own lives. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm yeah. Sure. That's true. true. Yeah.
2: Yeah. For me, I think it's compassion. You know, that that's right. you, one of the things I struggle with. And I hate to even admit that out loud because that sounds kind of, you know, that does not sound very holy mm-hmm. um, or Jesus like. But, um. Sometimes the people that get on my nerves are the ones that I realize that I'm not having the compassion for them that mm. Jesus calls me to have the compassion for. Mm. That they're the folks that are extra broken and mm. I need mm. to provide them extra grace and extra compassion and being a Jesus follower's heart in that way sometimes.
1: Yeah. For me, I have realized that a lot of my most difficult relationships come down to um, approval and rejection. That's like my my hot button issue. Like if I feel like someone's rejecting me, then I'm going to put up either walls or I am going to reject them so that we're on level playing ground. And it it all comes back to me feeling like if you reject me in a relationship that there's something wrong with me and that's that hits at the heart of every challenging relationship that I have in in this current season it has something to do there's like a common thread woven throughout those things of approval and rejection so do you you have a common theme in some of yours or have you thought
0: about it I I, I think it's similar to what you're talking about I it's almost like PTSD with some relationships yeah and say you, you get in a relationship with someone or you have interactions with them and they make you feel the way someone made you feel a long time ago. Mm. And so it's not just that relationship or that conversation. You're bringing all this other or I'm bringing all this other baggage with me. Right, right. So it becomes much bigger right. than it should be. Right. And I kind of think that's at the heart of the difficulty that I've been having is just, it's it's stimulating all this stuff that I've carried along with me my whole life, and it's bringing it to the forefront.
1: So kind of like projecting that on that person a yes. little bit, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I do that, too, um, as, you were, as you were saying that. Because, you know, we all have this filter called our past, and I think we all see relationships mm-hmm. and conflict through a different filter based on what we've been through in the past. Mm-hmm. And when you take time to think about that, you can actually... Um, be, be cognizant of it and, and make positive change in that direction when you realize it. For me, I think I've just always been such an emotional, like my emotions are like right out there on my shirt sleeves. And so I mm-hmm. automatically react with emotion. And then I'm like, what was that? You know, and I never give it a second thought because I, I haven't ever thought about it. But going through this Bible study and talking through some of the things with my small group, it's been like, whoa, I thought I had really grown in that area and I really hadn't. I had just kind of painted over it and hoped it wouldn't bleed through, but it has again, because I haven't dealt with the the issue at hand.
0: The deeper, the deeper part of it. Do you guys do this, especially in this particular relationship that I've been talking about, but sometimes in others as well? I imagine that person saying something to me that they never said oh. or I imagine mm-hmm. them saying something to someone else about me that they probably never said you do that right. too oh yeah 100 percent.
2: and then I'll play out the entire conversation how I'm going to handle it mm-hmm. what I'm going to say and then yeah it's as if the conversation actually happened you have all of those same emotions Reactions. all of that same physical reaction yeah. emotional reaction yeah mm-hmm. I'm totally in that game mine's
1: not so much that as reading into what they say
0: well that too I mean
1: Yes, that, so, I do that too. Okay.
0: Yes, like percent yes, right? Yeah, read, read they, between the lines. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, what they, they really must meant mean, was right, right, right. Yes, and it's usually something very bad, right? <laughs> or yes. condemning. It's not a positive right. thing, yeah. is it? She must really like me. I know, <laughs> yeah. right? Right. I, okay,
2: I think that gets back to then ourselves, yeah. you know that we're really yes. coming at this yes. through the filter of our past experiences, mm. our filter of what we think about ourselves and yeah. our own insecurities and then you know projecting those on the other people that are talking to us, whether mm-hmm. or not they ever say that thing that, um, we think they said or not. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: we're projecting all of that on them. Oh, mm-hmm. Yes. one hundred percent. So let's get back to the initial question of like liking people and loving them. What is the difference and how do we as believers live out our faith in relationships? Because I think, at least for me, that can be one of the hardest places to live out your faith, because um, oftentimes in those relationships, if both of you are believers, neither one thinks they're wrong. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> and sure. that's where the sticky part comes in. So, mm-hmm. so how do we not only love people well, but even start
0: to enjoy um, those relationships? One thing I've been thinking about, and it's been spurred on by kind of what we've been talking about, is when we do that thing that we've talked about, which is projecting onto mm-hmm. that other person, either our past or what we think they're thinking about us or what we imagine they might say to us, it's not fair. It's not fair to them Mm -hmm. and to love someone is to be fair. So if I'm approaching an interaction with this person coming from a place that's not fair, then I need to change that Mm. and try to let go of those preconceptions and live in the moment and be open to what it is that they are saying and Mm -hmm. the interactions we are having. Now, it may not be all positive, but at least it's not 20 years back when somebody hurt my feelings that I'm you know putting on to you as I'm talking to you so just the idea that it's it's just it's not fair Mm -hmm. to put those things on them I heard it somebody say it
1: uh, I don't even remember who said it but a long time ago you don't get hysterically historical like going back to the beginning I think that was Lisa Turkhurst too I love her yes But she, but she talked about, you know, going back in every interaction you've yes. ever had with them and, and projecting. That's really good stuff. So mm-hmm. don't do that. I think also what helps me is I can always tell when I have prayed before I have an interaction with someone as opposed to just going into it, it with, with no thought or prayer at all. Yeah. Because I'm much more likely to... I have a right to say this and I'm going to spit, you know, um, to, to pound my fist and to talk about my rights. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times God humbles me in those moments before um, and says, no, you just need to listen. You
0: just need to be quiet and listen. So I think prayer for me is a big factor in that. Without prayer, you're unarmed. Yeah. And you can, the arrows can hit mm-hmm. and then you react mm-hmm. or I do. So Yeah. Yeah, And
2: I also think that setting up boundaries is really important. Sure. And we've talked about boundaries multiple times. um, But boundaries are so important to our own mental health Mm -hmm. um, that if there is somebody who always rubs us the wrong way, it's okay to not spend as much time with that person. Mm -hmm. Give yourself permission to walk away Mm -hmm. for a season from a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, Relationships can also be seasonal. Your feelings can also be seasonal. Mm. And so um, just because you don't like somebody during this season doesn't mean that if you uh, walk away from that relationship for a season, you pray for them, you pray for your own, the healing of your own heart. Then you can come back to that relationship in a place where you're healthier, where the relationship might be healthier. Mm. And then you might actually be able to
0: have feelings for them that are not dislike feelings. Mm. You can mm.
2: actually like them.
0: Yeah. Can we talk about that? in a relationship that you can't walk away? Let's Mm. say you're sort of mandated to be together. I think it's possible to do that, but let's talk about how.
1: I think one of the things that has helped me is expectations. Mm. We all come Mm. to relationships with expectations. And oftentimes when I look at my expectations of the relationship, I am asking them to be something that I know they cannot be. I'll liken it to a spouse. If you are expecting the, you know, fairy tale wedding and dream marriage and you complete me kind of fairy tale, which is what it is, you're going to end up disappointed because the expectations that we have for relationships, if they're too lofty, um, it becomes an idol. <laughs> it's true. You know, true. and, um, And I just think that I go into go into relationships with expectations that are unrealistic. So I think based on the past interactions that you've had with that person, you can adjust your expectations and kind of emotionally prepare yourself for those difficult conversations. If you can't remove yourself, um, that is true. But um, for me, expectations plays a big part of it. Like I, I need to. Not necessarily lower my expectations, but to just be realistic about what I expect from this relationship.
2: You know, one of the other things that came to my mind, too, is something that my husband and I do. Um, We like to drive separately to things, to family events, to Mm. parties with friends, um, because both of us have different levels of capacity Mm. for um, people, I have more capacity for people. Usually he has less capacity for Mm. people usually. And that's just the way God made us. So for him, people start getting on his nerves a lot faster than people get on my nerves. Mm -hmm, And so mm -hmm. him driving to a family event, for instance, or for to one of our friends parties um, separately gives him the freedom to stay as long as he wants or to um, leave early if he is beginning to feel the need to you know, distance yes. himself. That's um, wisdom. That, that is. I and love It's that. really helpful. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not trying to say that my husband doesn't like my family. or doesn't like no, our friends. Right. But he definitely has a different capacity level for people.
1: I love that you use the word capacity because that comes into play with relationships as well. And, and for, you know, Tricia, what you mentioned about people, you can't completely just go away for a season. I think you have to know what your capacity is. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that kind of plays in, I think well with expectations and, and to know that you know it's you only have so much gas in the tank before you have to stop and fill up again right and and that's the same as we become self aware and say i have the capacity for about 10 minutes with them and i know after that 10 minutes that i need to either you know go exercise or i need to you know go for a walk or i need to you know, go take a break. Take a break somewhere. In Call some a time. Way. Way. And yeah. A mm-hmm. lot
2: of that comes down to your own self awareness mm-hmm. too. And yeah. making sure yes. that you've built in support around you. So let's say that person that drives you crazy is a coworker. Mm-hmm. You know, that you enlist another coworker to say, Hey, you know, if I'm start if I get into a conversation with this person, come up and rescue me in about 10 minutes yeah you know i I know that i have 10 minutes capacity for this person so come rescue me in 10 minutes but it's it starts with knowing yourself knowing what your limits are knowing what your capacity is um, and knowing what your triggers are
0: that's Um, true and
2: trying to make sure that you 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 anticipate that those triggers are going to happen yeah that you're going to be triggered in some way. And then so you- that religion
1: and politics are going to come up at the family gathering. <laughs> That's
2: right,
0: right. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and have it an out. Yeah, Right. But, but I do love that. That's right. The pr- And you can pray for self-awareness. Sure. That's something that I have actually been doing. Like, show me. Show mm. me when, God. And he will answer that prayer, I do believe, uh, especially because we're trying to honor him and love this person that we're having difficulty loving. I was reading something the other day about... About the fact that God is so big and so amazing that he has parts of himself in each person. Mm. We've all got a, an aspect of God in us. Mm. And when we think about what aspect of God is in me, is it creativity? Is it compassion is it the ability to love is it the ability to um is it humor you know we've all got these these aspects of god that he's built in us and this book suggested that when you're struggling to interact with someone try to think about what aspect of god is in them mm, what is that good. part of god in mm-hmm, them yeah and then we can connect to that and celebrate that part of god mm-hmm. that is in them
2: right because we're all image bearers we're yeah, all in that even that the too. people
0: that drive us batty
2: our yeah. image bearers mm-hmm. even the people that don't know him mm-hmm. that don't have a relationship with him yeah they are image bearers mm-hmm. and god commands us in his word to love them and it's one of those commandments it's in the old testament and the new testament mm-hmm. and that like that means it's <laughs> yeah. he wasn't kidding he wasn't kidding <laughs> that's right <laughs> jesus said in all four gospels yeah. "Love your neighbor neighbor that's the second commandment yeah you know, second most important commandment love others as you love yourself so we got to do it we get yeah. to do it Mm-hmm. You know, yes. we get to we get to, we do get do to demonstrate get that attribute of him, and that's how they will know we are Christians, right? And that what it says somewhere in the scriptures by that they one. will know we are Christians by our love, that we love, and love to me is not a feeling. Love mm. is a choice. Love an is act an action. Obedience. Yes, it mm-hmm. is an act of obedience. Like, mm-hmm. ooh, I, th- I just thought of of Jonah, and his, mm. you know, he he hated those Ninevites, right? And God said, "Go and tell them about me," and you know, he went. You know nope. all kinds of other places and said no. But ultimately, he did come back and said, okay, God, I will be obedient to you. And even though I don't want to, I will love them in the act of telling them about you. Mm-hmm. I don't have to like them. And even afterwards, he didn't like them. He didn't like God very much after mm-hmm. the fact mm-hmm. because the, God actually saved all the Ninevites. But he was obedient in his love right. for them, and God gave him the strength to do it. Mm-hmm. And when we are obedient in our love for God and Our love to other loving other people because of our obedience to God. He gives us the strength to get through it and do the thing that he's called us to do.
0: There's something also about the Jonah story that I think is relevant. I've been finding it in my life is he served. That's that's the action that you can take or that I'm trying to take. If I'm not relating to a person, well, how can I serve them? Mm. And sometimes the feelings follow The service, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you don't have to have the feeling before you serve, but you can serve first, and God will then allow the feeling to come.
1: That's good stuff.
0: It's not easy, but I've been trying trying to think about that. Yeah, that reminded
2: me of Jesus and Judas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure that when Jesus washed Judas's feet, he didn't like him very much. Wash your own feet, right? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and um, but he still loved him, and he had that act of love for him. Mm hmm. Mm.
1: to be like that yeah so the goal is to be more like jesus every day so let's look around let's check our expectations Mm -hmm. let's check our capacity let's check how connected we are to god and let's find opportunities to serve my goodness gracious those four things right there i think have the have the capacity to transform even the most difficult relationships and but, transform us Yeah, absolutely And that's probably the bigger thing right. if We're <laughs> really honest That's the only person we can change Yes, We have mm. no
2: power to change the other person
1: Yes So let's pray that God would help us to do that In our most difficult relationships If you've got ideas, things that you want to add to the conversation We would love to hear from you yep. We always do the happy dance We get an email from you at lightfm.org is our email address You can get in touch on the Girlfriends page On the public Girl Talk podcast page You are as much a part of this as if you were sitting right here at the table with us. So thank you for getting in touch, letting us hear from you. We love it when you do that. And we will see you next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast.